0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 62 and I'm super, super excited for this episode. We have another amazing, amazing guest on this one. But before we begin, I'm going to hand over to the beautiful, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire and now published author, Stacey Brown. Stace, handing over to you to introduce yourself.
1: You know, it blows my mind. We've done... 50-ish episodes together of this podcast and I still enjoy every single experience as if it's the first like we have been laughing as we've been praying for this call and I just want to say I'm really excited to be here with both of you. My name is Stacy as Nims just embarrassingly introduced me. <laughs> I am an intuitive healer and a certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a spiritual mentor and coach. I'm an Akashic record reader and Akashic trainer. I'm a podcast host and creator. And yes, I just recently published my first book, um, Journey to Soul Center Discovering the Gift of Surrender. It's on Amazon right now. Really excited about all the things we've been working on, Nims.
0: Yeah, so am I. And I'd love for our guest. So I've known Hajj for many years. She's been part of my spiritual journey and uh, she's a really good friend. And I'm excited to have her on this episode. So Hajj, do you want to do a quick intro for yourself?
2: Hi, I'm Hajra and I come from a corporate world. So I've been in corporate like industry for the last seven years. And I've also been in my healing journey, my spiritual healing journey for the last, I'll say over five years. And that's how I know Namesh. And my journey's been absolutely amazing. And um,
0: hopefully, I can be able to share it with you guys. Yeah, it's always it's always good to have um, a friend like Hajj, who I've seen grow on here on her spiritual journey over the years, and I'm really glad that she's here to shine a light. So, quick intro for me: uh, I'm Nims Nimesh. I'm also an Akashic record reader, Akashic trainer, spiritual coach, mentor, as well as a podcast host and creator. And I just love the work that we do. It just guiding people to shine their light and just seeing how many people are shining their light so beautifully just so amazing it lifts my soul and um, I'm excited to get this week's topic going but before we do I always like to ask the question because we always talk about shining a light and I always talk about shining a light on ourselves first and how important it is so I want to ask my two fellow uh, podcasts hosts: what have they done today to shine a light on themselves because when we do that a light becomes so much stronger and brighter and we can shine on so many more people. So I'll start with Stace. Stace, what have you done today to shine a light on
1: you? Well, so it wouldn't be me if I wasn't like completely transparent. And I, friends, have been um, struggling with a little bit of depression. Um, at least that's what I, I think it is. <laughs> um, just not feeling rested, even though I'm sleeping through the night and um, lots of change that I've been adapting to. And, um, I woke up this morning and I felt a bit groggy, even though I'd had a long night of sleep and I knew that I had a busy day. So I asked myself what would make me feel better? Like I just, as I'm laying in bed, trying to pull myself together. And I knew that if I took the time for some self-care this morning, that it would shift the whole way that my day went. So I got up, I showered, and I did my makeup and my hair. And, you know, sometimes those little things can seem so daunting when we're not in the right space. And yet, as I've been on video calls all day today with you, NIMS, like it it has made me feel more present and has made me feel more intentional with how I'm showing up. So it's really kind of boosted my mood um, And then, you know, Haj, we were just talking before we started recording. And you were like, I love your top. So I'm wearing yellow today. And I decided that vibrant color would kind of help carry my mood. So my day started with some very much needed self care. And I would say that's how I'm shining the light on me. What about you, Haj?
2: Well, at the moment, I'm fasting. So it's been quite chilled and quiet. And I thought today is Monday, you know, let's start a week. A bit more different, let's like maybe make a bit more vibrant. It's a beautiful day. In Scotland, we don't really normally get a beautiful day like this, so the weather does play a big part. And um, I'm pretty much the same as you, Stacey. Like last night, I barely slept. I don't know if it's because of the change of weather. The time's gone forward in the UK by one hour. And I was just feeling a bit anxious. I don't know if it's anxious because a new week, anxious because the unknown. Um, so many things plays in my head, but I thought, you know what, Monday, fresh day, new day, let's do some self care. So what I did was I did like um, now you get hot steamer, so I steamed my face, and I put some nice meditation on at the back, and it was just so nice. I just took that deep breath, that moment, and just inhaling the niceness of that um steamer because I put some oil in. And it just makes a huge difference having that moment to yourself. I know I'm supposed to be working. (laughs) So I did this, you know, while I was working because I'm working from home. And um, just that, I think it's so important having that moment to yourself, having that me time. And I thought self-care is really important. And I love doing all these skincare rituals, skincare routine. You like doing your makeup. I'm the same when it comes to when I'm going out. And even doing that, steam iron doing the steam it just makes a huge difference I and mean, just feel so much better and you know even putting on brand new clothes so sometimes I can get a bit lazy and stick with pajamas because I'm working from home and that does tend to happen when you start lounging and it because of the way what, how you're portraying yourself the way you're lounging everything else kind of kind of like sends signals out so your day kind of becomes like mm, ugh, like you know so I thought no it's a nice day, let's get changed, let's do something, I know I'm working from home, so I have got changed, did my rich, rich, uh, skincare ritual, and then I decided to go out, and it's a beautiful day, we don't know, tomorrow might be raining, could be cold, went for a walk, for an hour, and I came back, and came back to work, so yeah, it's really important, you always need to kind of check in with yourself, it's not always about, so much things happens in your mind, you have little voices talk in your head but the Mm. most important thing is go internally and fix it as in what can I do for my day to get better and you do you do if if I didn't get get up and change my clothes if I didn't you know do my you know like facial and other stuff and it would have just been any other day so it's down to you to make that day different and it works. Thank you
0: Hedge. You're
2: welcome.
0: uh, Yeah I mean you're right it is um, really important to to look inside and ask you yourself, you know, what is it that that you can do today to lift your soul? And when you do that, it does make a difference, right? And um I guess for me today, um, I knew today, as so, Stacey so was saying it was going to be a busy day. So I did take some time out. I spent a you know a bit of time on the treadmill just trying to kind of get into a good self-care routine. I actually got a punch bag in the garage too. So I did it, took a bit of time just to kind of, you know, kind of um Get some release going and spend some time in the garden. The sun is out and just um, yeah, just reset a little bit and then um, also recorded a reel, added to my stories. I just thought, you know what, I really want to show up and be present. So that's what I did for myself today. So asking all our listeners, depending on what time of the day it is today, what time? What could you do for you today? What can you do to truly really lift your soul that sends a message to you that you're important? So moving on to the topic. And it's all really connected, right? So this week's topic is know your worth. And knowing your worth and truly taking time to understand who you are and understand and really ask yourself the value that you bring to this world and the value that you bring to yourself. Because how often are we great at putting us other people, saying how amazing other people are, and how often are we great at putting ourselves down? So I love this topic and, um, you know, I've seen you grow and really truly kind of connect and know your worth. Um, I've seen you some <clears throat> some interesting times and some amazing times. So I'd love to actually start with you and ask you, what does know your worth mean to you?
2: I believe knowing your worth is, is not from an outsider. I think a lot of people tend to look at where I used to be. I used to seek validation externally. When I started my spiritual journey, and as I was going along, it's not about externally, like I mentioned to you earlier on, it's to do with internal. And I realised as time went on, I was more comfortable with my skin. I was more comfortable with my space. I was more comfortable of where I am, whether it doesn't matter where I am in this world, is be at home, whatever home is. And You've mentioned this to me many times, Namish, Home it doesn't matter where you are. Home is home, and from there you kind of grow. It's like a flower. You like plant that seed, and it just slowly starts blossoming. And I think that is my journey. I was like a little seed at the start of growing, and you know, like I said, every day you 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 evolve. You learn new things. You learn new stuff. You know, you experience different journeys, ups and downs. It's not always going to be highs. not always going to be lows. It's like a roller coaster. So a lot of things I've accepted, but at the end, it was me. I'm important and it it doesn't mean you'd be selfish. It doesn't mean that all oh, you're like vain by being self-worth, not at all. That's just a society mindset. but spiritually, we're all collectively one. but like I said, it starts from within you and I've realized now that I know I'm number one, I know I'm a trophy, and I appreciate myself, I'm not hard on myself. And I think that's where it kind of kind of comes down to, it's like an exercise, like a muscle, you build that muscle up and kind of work on it as each day. It's not going to be an overnight thing, it does take time, but it's like with anything you do in life, it takes time. And I'm where I am right now, I'm quite content and um, quite successfully happy. But all down to how comfortable are you within yourself? So that means you need to get rid of a lot of gunk, a lot of shit within yourself. And it could be so many things it can trigger from. And even the simple things like writing it down. If you can't talk to anyone, write it down. Because your journal, your book is your best friend. So whatever you write down, slowly, slowly, is like a shredding. Everything inside you is just shredding. Or people say vomiting. That's why I would call it vomit. And then you know, eventually you do shine. You do shine bright like a diamond, <laughs> and that's where I'm today. So yeah.
0: Thank you, thank you, Hatch. I'm yeah, now going no, to Stace, who's going to sing for us, Shine Like a Diamond. Stace, space. What does Know Your Worth mean to you?
1: <laughs> you know, um, I spent so much of my life, not knowing my worth. And it's interesting because in growing up, I spent an insane amount of time in the four walls of a church. And, um, you know, it's interesting because I've seen people who practice religion and they have a relationship with their higher power. And because of that, they feel loved. I don't feel like religion was instilled in me in that way. It was more um, like fear-based and guilt and shame-based. And so I would say that I've spent more time in my life not knowing my worth than I have knowing my worth. And I would say that for me, um, I had a mentor come into my life And I was having a conversation with her at my house at one point and just expressing to her, like some of the guilt and the shame that I felt. And she was like, you know, you, you don't have to feel this way. And she kind of guided me through this beautiful, um, self-love process. And it was the beginning of me embracing, truly embracing who I am. Um, Like Hajj said, knowing your worth is an inside job, but it's also something that you can learn to do. And that was the component that I did not understand in my upbringing. I I felt like people around me knew who they were and were aware of who they were. And I felt like I had no idea who I was and I didn't feel any confidence in myself. And I remember it from a very young age. I can remember um, being in like my like adolescent years. So like going into teenage years <clears throat> and spending so much time trying on different clothes. Cause something had to feel right in order for me to go out in public and be around my classmates. Like I would become like so consumed with what I was presenting to people. And it, it started so young. And when I look at it now, I can recognize that I was being raised by two people that didn't love themselves. And so how could they possibly teach me something that they didn't know how to do? So for me, as I, you know, got into my later years of like having kids and all that, that was when mentors came into my life and kind of helped me to understand. And then, um, two years ago when I joined clubhouse, I connected with two women and we developed a course for women to know your worth. And, The most profound way I have learned to acquire a new skill is to teach it. And I found myself really diving deep into my worth in teaching this class and kind of shedding some of the layers that no longer served me. I really believe that unless or until we love ourselves and we know our worth We can't really show up in the world the way that we're meant to, and we can't actually help other people because we're in an internal crisis ourselves. So for me, this topic, I feel sounds so simple, but I don't think it is. I think there are so many people in this world that have never learned how to love themselves. And they operate in the world without having that concept. And we've all heard the saying, hurt people, hurt people. I find that when somebody doesn't doesn't know their value, they can't possibly see the value in another. And I've definitely been on a deep journey of understanding who I am, why I'm here, and knowing my worth. And I feel like it's an endless process. I feel like every day there's another layer to peel away of something that we've learned or acquired or dealt with that we have to go a little bit deeper in in the journey of self-love. And I feel again in this season, like I'm going through another layer. You know, I walked away from a marriage. I walked away from a home. I walked away from a, a very successful career and made this complete pivot that it kind of has me going through like a bit of an identity crisis, if I'm being real, because it's been so much change so fast. And again, I'm learning on another like peeling away another layer that I am worthy I'm worthy simply because I exist and that I have a divine calling here and unless or until I love myself it's going to be impossible to show up the way I'm meant to and so I just try to stay fiercely dedicated to taking steps every day to love and care for myself that's how I keep the momentum going
2: Wow,
0: love what both of you have said. Really, is super, super empowering, and you know the consistency in both of what you said. Um, it does be does start within. It does start with self. Um, <clears throat> I remember my mentor, um, Sir Jeffrey, would always say, "What someone else is think, what someone else thinks, of you is none of your business." And I was that was always stuck with me because it's like, how do we get trapped on? oh my God, why did this person say this? Why did they say that? Oh my God, what were they thinking? And it's like, we wrap ourselves around what other people think when the other person's probably not even thinking of us. They're so wrapped up in their own world. They didn't even notice they said anything to us. And it's that, so you're both so true. It's that it always becomes with our self-talk. It always becomes everything we need is inside ourselves, right? The love, the joy, the answers, and as soon as we start looking inside for ourselves, as soon as we start looking inside for the love that we seek, that's when life becomes simpler. I mean, you know, Stacey said, you know, maybe this sounds simple and maybe it's not. Actually, I think it's simple, but it's hard to do. And it is, it is really where are you searching for the love? Because all of us, it's, it's a basic human need to be, to want to be loved. And it's that, if we're looking outside ourselves for the love, if we're looking outside for somebody to complete us, you know, for for somebody to love us, then actually we're looking at the wrong place because everything we need is is How can we expect someone else to love us when we don't love ourselves? And you both kind of said how important it is to start with yourself. And it's that, you know, it's great. I mean, I, I love my home. It kind of gives me a really good base. It gives me a good, it's like having a base chakra. But as you said, our home is our physical body so we're a soul having a human experience which means our soul is it means our physical body is a home for our soul so that's where it really begins is, is how much do we love all four we talk about four bodies in a previous podcast but it's that we have four bodies right physical emotional so physical mental emotional and spiritual and we need to love all of them and it's that and really, it's really interesting. Every episode we, we, we go on, it always comes back to having a strong self-care routine. Because when you prioritize yourself and you give yourself a good strong self-care routine, that's when you truly, truly start to love yourself. It's that, you know, when, when you start the day with some physical movement, you do some meditation, you do some journaling, you do some some of that, um, you know, mirror work in the inner silence, what you find is you, you, you're calmer. And it means you get to respond. It means that you, you just like when, when you're always busy, how you're tired, you are like sleep, whatever. You you react more than you respond, and and when you react, you're reacting from human instinct, and human instincts are always attack, defend, retreat. But when when you get to choose to how you respond, you get to choose to respond from a place of calmness, and then you get a different response because everything in your external is a result of something in your internal. So I agree with you both in terms of, it starts with our internal journey. It starts with how do we feel about ourselves? And how do we know how we feel about ourselves unless we take time to figure it out? And Stacey, you, you said, and I love how vulnerable yours are. Um, right now, you, have, you, you may be thinking, well, maybe I'm a little bit depressed. Honestly, you've been through so much change in short, such a short space of time um and you know you've you've gone through a rebirth this is a new version of you you don't even know this version of you so you're getting to figure out who you are and it's just it's like a roller we joke about being on a roller coaster it's like a roller coaster of change and it's just it's a lot in this season I'm sure we're all feeling a lot and how many of us are feeling the energy around us because we've just been we just you know we're, the day we're recording this we've just um just had the spring equinox we've just had we've moved into Aries We've had, you know, um, planet switch, you know, Mars moving into Aquarius and all this sort of stuff. It's been such a heavy, intense astrological week that we're now moving into a calmer period, you know, had you said you're fasting. So the month of Ramadan, which is, again, always a spiritual time, maybe just, you know, you could argue just with Muslim faith, but no, everything's connected. Everything is energetically connected. And I really do feel we're moving into a new cycle and, A lot of us have gone through rebirth. So it means a lot of us are feeling uncomfortable. A lot of us are feeling we don't know this new version of ourselves and you kind of get a bit confused and we're trying to figure out who we are. But again, when you talk about the topic of Know Your Worth, I really feel it begins with self. It it begins with what am I doing? We started this topic. We started this podcast on talking about how you shine your line yourself. That's what this topic for me is all about. Knowing your worth is what are you doing to truly put yourself first? And how many of us struggle to put ourselves first, especially if we have kids, because you just naturally put the people around you first. But what if you putting yourself first allows you to be more comfortable with who you are and actually you're more there for the people around you? So Stace, how how do you feel about everything you've been through, you're getting to know the new version of you and this new version of you, does she really know her worth?
1: Um, I have to practice a very intentional pause right now because I want to make sure that I'm truly integrating the question
0: States, States, have you noticed we're changing you always used to love putting me on the spot <laughs> I love this new version where I get to put you on the spot I love it
1: so you know what I'm gonna go there I, I damn it I hate that like this people who have listened to this podcast like you know that I go there and I get vulnerable but it like it never gets easier okay it never gets easier and I'm going to try not to cry. All right. I'm just prefacing that with what I'm about to say, because you're pushing me there. Not, you didn't even know you were pushing me there, but you're pushing me there. Um, so I went through a divorce and, um, my now ex-husband, um, met someone through NA, Narcotics Anonymous, And he has moved away to another state with this woman and her children. Um, And I am now single at 46. I made the decision to leave the marriage. I want to be very clear on that. I made the decision that it was not healthy for me. And I know it was not healthy for me. When I'm having dark moments, I allow rejection to creep in. And I think to myself, I wasn't good enough. I I wrestle with it because I know it was my choice and I know it wasn't healthy and I know that I am doing things that I would not do had I stayed with him. But you can know all of that and still feel the gut punch of rejection. Um, so there are pockets of time where I feel deeply connected to knowing my worth and loving myself and knowing that I am showing up in the world the way I meant to but I would be lying if I didn't openly say that I have moments where I question my worth simply because I I'm at, I'm, I'm, cl- I'm closing out a chapter of my life that has been... An ongoing chapter for a really long time. And I am learning who this new version of me is without this person in my life who's been in my life since I was 21. I know that I love myself because I loved myself enough to walk away. there are days where it is harder than others, just naturally. Uh Never envisioned myself being single in this season. Never envisioned myself living alone, creating a life alone. It's, It's a really bizarre space to be. But I would say that I'm fighting for her, for me. I'm fighting for courage. I'm fighting for self-love. I'm fighting for peace. And I feel so fiercely dedicated to myself on a level that I've never been before. That I do believe I know my worth. I believe it's hard when others don't see it that are close to you or supposed to be close to you. And I think that is where I can get kind of caught up in that, in that mindset. You know what I mean? So yes, I would say this version of me, I know my worth with that being said, there's still pain from the past that I'm processing. And there are days where it does get the best of me. And I, I, I don't know. I just feel prompted to say this to our listener, listeners, like friend, (sighs) We all have days where we question our worth or where we don't feel like we're good enough. We have days where you're probably crying like I am at the end of a relationship and you're nervous about the new season. But I think this is where we need to normalize the process of loving yourself because it's a journey. Like there, it's not a destination that we're trying to get to where everything is gonna be perfect and aligned. It's a daily process. And conversations like these help me to sit there and go, okay, this this is actually what I feel, right? Because when someone asks you that question, you have to get real with yourself. It's not a fluffy question. So yes, I know my worth. And I am still hurting from someone else not knowing it.
0: Does that make sense? Can I do both of those things at the same yes, time? Uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It's um know yeah, I love I I love how, how vulnerable you whiz are and you you always start with I don't know if, I can't believe I'm gonna go there again and da 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 and you tell yourself this story, but your vulnerabilities make you makes you powerful as who you are, right? Because you're willing to share and you share your experiences and it helps others. So it, I don't think you should ever apologize for it. I think it's the beauty of who you are. In fact, and you know, when I, I remember when we when we first met on Clubhouse, series of rooms where um, I used to ask you expansive questions like I just did, and you used to cry, and um, I never that was never my intention, but um, every time I used to go in a room, you used to ask me what's my question then, and um, you know we'd kind of get into that. Um, but you know, life is ups and downs, right? Life is. I said earlier, we're a soul having human experience. We need to have this experience. And it's not about always being up. How can you appreciate the ups if you're not going to have some downs? And when you've gone through as, as much change as you have, you are going to mourn your old self. There's going to be a part of you that's going to question, "What I've just gone through all this change. Could I have done things differently? And is it me? I mean, often, I mean, yeah, there's, I'm sure there's a Taylor Swift song in there somewhere, but you know, um, how, often, how many of us can relate to that song? You know, it's me. And sometimes it does feel like it's me, right? It does feel like it's, you know, but it's that um, ultimately knowing your worth is about going on that journey and, you know, kind of doing the self-care routine, doing the things that truly lift your soul. And sure, there's going to be times when you question yourself, there's going to be times when you challenge yourself as to who you are, but it's, it's, it's how you respond to that that defines you. Because some of those questions where you don't feel, you know, how often, how long do you stay there? How long do you stay in that place of, it's me, you know, I need to do something different. And maybe you do, but it's not about the feeling of not being enough. It's about what are you going to do in that moment to help you realize you know your worth? Because anyone that listens to the the journey, you've just been on on what you just said, Stacey, you started out almost doubting yourself, and then you kind of went through and you kind of went through your journey. And in the end, you were like, no, I know my worth. You could you could hear in your voice. You could hear in your voice and saying, you know what? I know my worth. I know who I am. Um, and to do say, look, everything in your external results of something in your internal. So sometimes when we have those naysayers, those people that don't understand our worth, maybe they're a reflection of something inside of us, right? Maybe there's something inside of us that... still on the journey of figuring out who we are but if we can pause like you did whenever we get that feeling of not being enough and truly kind of ask ourselves where is that feeling coming from and then kind of get to the root cause of it and then maybe we can start to heal from it because maybe that question of I'm not good enough, or this is me, or this, you know, sometimes we have some really horrible conversation ourselves. Maybe that's a message from ourselves to work on ourselves in some kind of way. Maybe, you know, there's, there, there's a lesson there. Um, Hajj, I'd love to know a bit more about your journey into, into this, uh, know your worth, or well, what have you, and I, again, like I said earlier, I've seen you grow, I've seen you really learn, I've seen you get to a place where, you know, you do know your worth, right? You know, I mean, we're on a journey, right? We're always going to be growing and Stace talked about it, right? I always, the way I like to think about it is you're always, always going to be students of life. There's always going to be things that challenge us, that expand us. We are here to have a human experience. I think that we're meant to have that. And whenever we're meant to have these experiences, is when we can expand. But tell us more about your journey. How have you really got to this place where you feel comfortable with who you are? I
2: think mine was a bit more... Different to Stacey's, but then everyone's different. Um, Growing up, being conditioned and, you know, my Asian household family, being in the Asian community, you had to be a certain way, you had to portray a certain way. You know, you didn't have that freedom of to be who you really are. It's like almost like people pleasing as we're growing up. So you didn't really, well, for me, I didn't really understand my worth because I didn't get the opportunity to, because I didn't know any better as I was growing up, because I was in that, don't know if I should say circle or bubble, is as I was to as time went on, as I was growing up, I started to venture out, getting to know myself. But again, I was still stuck in that same condition by certain ways, how to be, how I should be. Again, I wasn't getting that full. Who am I really? What does, what does Hodge really want? What does she really like? I've never got a chance to ask these questions. I just thought, that's just life. Just go with it. But until I moved out from my home city and decided to, you know, move down south to London, that's when I truly figured out who Hodge really is because I was in a new, a new space new environment, new people, just different ways of how people are interacting just like everything was totally different to what I'll have been used to, you know, like as I was growing up. And that's when I came across um, Nimesh and obviously Sidra Jeffrey. I like, you know, joined that back in 2016. And from then I started to kind of like know more about myself. And it can be the most smallest thing. And yes, you do tend to cry. And crying is not a bad thing. So even Stacey crying, so many, you know, people cry. We've always been conditioned, oh, don't cry. Because crying a negative thing. Like your parents will say, oh, don't cry. Crying is probably the most best form, form of medicine ever. Because you're shredding and you're letting everything go. And I realised that when, that when Sidra was mentoring And also, most recently, I've got another coach who's also mentoring. Sit there and cry. It means you're just like, whatever you've got, things holding onto yourself for such a long time, which you don't even really know that you did, It's just slowly and gradually letting it go. And I think I've realised that when I've moved out, I started to discover more about myself, what I've liked, disliked, which I didn't know before, I started to venture out different things, different adventures, different, you know, meeting brand new people. Circle of friends started to change. Even the smallest thing, like eating food, <laughs> because I've always stopped eating Asian food, which I still do. But at the same time, I love venturing out, having different cuisines, even checking out different cities, different things to do. Like so, There are so many things I would, don't think i would ever, ever done, if I not moved out. And I don't think I would ever have grown in that kind of if I had not moved from my hometown. So I am so grateful that I took that, I took that, you know, opportunity. And it was for me, it was because of a breakup. So if it had not been a breakup, I would still be here and where I am. So I kind of, at the time, I resented the breakup. And, you know, everyone goes through a breakup and they feel horrible and depressed and they blame this and that next thing. No. As I moved out, yes, I did go through that journey where I was blaming the ex-partner, the family, the everybody. But I started to gradually understand, no, whatever's happened, it's happened for the best. Whatever's happened, like whether you believe in God or or source or whatever, everything's always a, a redirection. A rejection's always a redirection. For me, it was totally a redirection. And that's when I started to truly, truly believe in myself. Try to feel more confident in myself. I can be very loud and bubbly. That's okay. You know, that's who I am. And, you know, as time went on, I just just started to really enjoy things that I do, things I experience. And, you know, and I'm quite, I love to help other people. When I see other people, I'm very like, I like to bond with women, like ladies especially, because I know a lot of females do like, a lot of areas and again I totally understand and I try to motivate them I uplift them and I to understand where they come from how they feel and it's not always in a bad place whatever I say to them is always for loving place and I try my best I can to help them and because well helping them, helps myself I know that I'm evolving I'm changing and if I can see that positivity and that change on another person it makes me feel really happy that while whereas before I used to always underestimate underestimate make myself like oh my god no what if she thinks this oh my god what if she thinks that no not at all but again that comes back down to my ego that comes back down to my conditioning the way I was programmed and it just takes time for that to kind of like shift your mindset to shift and yeah and and I think Covid during pandemic really had changed me. I think that was like the, my biggest U-turn. Um, and I think that's guessed with a lot of people. Pandemic has changed either for the better or the worse. But again, I'm not here to judge. I think for me, it was a it was a big challenge. But I'm glad I went through that challenge because um, I get to, again, it's like another layer that's appealing. Really got to know myself by coming home. And now I'm just flying. I'm absolutely happy and, and I have noticed with every moon cycle or every kind of full moon um cycle, you do change. You feel you can feel in the air the intensity and that's fine. Sit with it, ride with it and go with the flow. Because every day is like a new chapter, every month is like a new chapter. And for me it's always like, What's next? Is exciting, is in it, Anxious is there, but there's excitement there as well. But that's where I kind of landed myself today. Like, I am comfortable. I am confident. I'm totally 100%. And you're right. Whoever does say anything negative about me, that's fine. That's none of my business. And that's where I'm today. Whereas, if that was five years ago, I'll be start crying. I'll overthink. I'll be like, sorry the mess up when my other friends up. Yep, 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 On the phone, no. And that happens. It's 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 a natural thing. I mean, sometimes I still do it, but I'm like, no, let them be. Whatever they're going through, that's them. They're probably projecting their shit on me. Or sometimes I think, why are they saying that? Maybe it's me that's projecting my shit onto them. So there's always like that circle, and that's where you have to kind of clear your space, clear as much as you can, and really, truly understand, I am me, I love me, I'm worth it. And if you could just do these affirmations every day, whether it's in this mirror, whether it's in your journal, whether you just say it as you're cooking whatever you're doing in your day to day. I do a lot in the gym, so it helps when you're motivated every step. is like a push. It's like a motivator, and you do feel great. But everyone's different. Whoever works well for them. So for me, that's where I am today, and I'm truly, truly happy. Wow, love that
0: from both of you. Um... You're
2: welcome.
0: Yeah, I mean, just a few things that you've said. One is, um, you know, what do we learn from our most painful experiences? And when we look, when we get to the other side, that's when our biggest growth comes. And it is, um, and both of you kind of took a moment to respond in terms of, you know, as you said, when when something's happened to you, you take that moment. It's like if somebody says something about you or something, it's like, well, maybe they're going through something maybe they are projecting something to you and sure you've got to just take a moment and say well hold on what, what's in it for me right well there, there's a lesson here for me okay what is it and I think of both your stories and kind of the consistency is in many ways you had to leave your orbit to to really kind of understand and take a mirror it's like Haj, you moved to London right that's you know if you had to move to London, we would have met. So, um, you know, you moved to London, helped you kind of give a mirror and actually you're back in Glasgow now. So you kind of, the full journey and Stace, you know, you you come to London a few times, really kind of helped you to, um, to see a different you, to kind of help you realize that maybe your orbit wasn't ideal. So not everybody can do that. Um, but spending time outside in nature, spending time away from wherever you are, allows you to get to get a different perspective so if you can do that i advising listeners that's always always a good thing to do and both of you kind of reflect on on, on my journey and it's interesting I, I really do feel that my voice is one of my gifts now but growing up and I, you know I've talked about on this podcast before I was one nine. Uh nine we were refugees I was only three years old when it came to the UK I've got one younger sister everyone else is older so I've got you know seven older siblings and you know, when we came to the UK, we were just, everybody was trying to learn the language, everybody was trying to find their place. I didn't have a voice. Um, Everybody was too busy, parents were too busy, brothers and sisters were just trying to find themselves. And, you know, my younger sister was born, so she was getting a lot of attention. And I was, you know, I didn't have a voice. And it's just, um, and it wasn't like I wasn't raised in in an environment of love. There was a lot of love there, but I just wasn't being heard. And it's just, just helps me realize that the inner child work I've done, the journey I've been on, truly trying to accept myself. I love the spiritual side of what I do. Um, The human experiences, I guess I just try and embrace. Um, But everything you do go through is part of your journey, right? It's, um, you know, if if growing up in the way that I did, and then, you know, kind of really focused on finding my voice through the years. If I didn't go through that childhood, maybe I want to focus so much on finding my voice. Maybe I want to focus so much on on this spiritual journey. We've, you know, all of us had when we're on the spiritual journey. Well, many of us, let me say, all of us have had some sort of spiritual awakening, right? This is. So I believe the bigger events that we that are scheduled for us are scheduled, but I also believe that we have free will and the decisions we make on a day to day basis influence on where we go from a direction perspective. So. If we can truly, you know, if this episode helps one person truly to ask the question, you know, do I know my worth? Taking time out to really ask that question, hold on, what is my worth to me? You know, what value am I giving to the universe? What value could I give to the universe? I really feel that we're moving into a phase where we're being challenged to shine our light differently to, you know, the things from a couple of years ago that used to excite us don't don't excite us anymore. The friends, the things we used to eat, I'm sure for a lot of of us, a lot of people that are listening, things are different, feels different. We've just, you know, Stacey, you talked about getting to know the new you. I really feel that we've just been through a phase where a lot of us are going through a rebirth. And it means that, you know, we don't know this version of ourselves. And it means that we are being reset. The things that used to excite us, the friends in our life, how many people are listening I challenge you how many of you your friend circle have gone smaller and that's because you've changed and that's because you're different and people don't know you and they don't and they don't resonate but that's okay because nature abhors a vacuum right so as we're going through this change your friend circle will get smaller think of it think of yourself as 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 in a cocoon before you turn into the butterfly you are that gooey mess and you're the gooey mess that energetically needs to be protected so what if the universe is doing you a favor by reducing your circle around you so you the people that you have around you are just the ones that truly truly are there to protect you there to look after you and then as you create this and as you become and start shining your light you created a vacuum you created space in your life for new people for new things to come into your life i love i love i love this journey i love this conversation that we're having um Thais, I'm wondering, have you got anything to say to Hajj based on her journey? You've uh, I've known Hajj for years and I've you know I've seen her grow, I've seen her journey, I've seen her go from a place a person who would react to when somebody says something or something happened. Oh my god, why, why is this happening to me to somebody who's now like I'm not gonna swear, but you know, sometimes there's a swear word in there. says, I don't give a whatever what this person thinks. And it's not you're disrespecting their opinion. You're just making your own opinion of yourself and you're not giving your power away so I mean Stacey have you anything you want to share with Hajj anything that resonates with you that you want to share with the audience
1: I just think it's powerful that she that Hajj that you have gone so deep in this journey at this point in your life and that it's really shifted the way that you're showing up in the world right like when we when we go on that journey and we decide to make ourselves a priority, um, and we stay committed to it, it really can shift everything. I mean, it, it has such a ripple effect. When you love yourself, I believe, then you trust yourself. And when you trust yourself, you listen to your intuition, and you can show up in the world. I believe the way we're meant to. And I just think it's so powerful that you've been so fiercely dedicated to this part of your journey and it shows, right? You see it kind of overflowing into all those areas. So I am so happy that you were brave enough to come on a podcast and talk about yourself. <laughs> you know, uh, we kind of, were doing the pre-call and Nims and I have gotten super comfortable with doing our podcasts and bantering back and forth about different topics. This is what we've been doing for quite a while now. And it's just really cool to see you opening up and not just living the journey, but telling other people about it.
2: hundred percent, because I know that I'm not the only person that's going through this. There's Somebody out there is probably going through similar, probably the same or similar as me. And hopefully, whatever we're talking about today can be able to help them, if not by hundred percent, at least by one percent, five percent, is something. So you know, whatever, like, not everyone's going, to, not everybody's going to have that beautiful, lavish life. We all going, to, we're all going through our own journey. We're all going through ups and downs. And the main thing is, is we just need to be there for each other. And it's good to be open and honest and have this conversation. Because we're in this safe space, there's no judgment, there's no like feeling shy, I'm quite raw. So whatever's on my mind or whatever's in my heart, I I'll, I'll I'll do my best I can to express it because I know I'll relate to somebody, somebody out there will be able to say, Yes. I get her <laughs> or I get what they're talking about. And it's like there's no there's no harm in speaking out about it. And that that's just part of that's the probably a, a big percentage of my journey, the rest is everything just all unknown, it falls into place and being in the unknown side of things is okay, it can be good, it can be bad but that is fine, that is life and I think a lot of people do fear the unknown and they go back to that, oh I feel uncomfortable, I want to go back to the comfort, for me is be uncomfortable, go along with it, because at the end, there's always that light at the, at the end of the tunnel. We're not going to be here for long. Just go through it. And I think that's the hardest part that I've learned over the years. I never used to like being uncomfortable. I didn't used to like I never used to like a lot of things. But I pushed and pushed and pushed through it. And coming back home to Glasgow, I was like, at first, I was not happy. And now I'm loving it. It's my orbit. like Because I left... Glasgow as like mm, all bad memories but it's me I create the new memories I create new everything and here I am my new orbit is my space and I'm loving it and hopefully whoever else is out there feels the exact same you will come around to it it's like start today not tomorrow nor next year but start today and you will notice a difference it's not going to be overnight but you will notice a difference
0: That's beautiful advice, right? Start with one thing, right? Start with one thing doing different. And it's that you are right. I mean, if we're going to grow, we need to get uncomfortable. And it is from that space of uncomfortableness that we grow. And it's that, you know, um, if we keep doing the same things, then we're unhappy with something. We're going to stay unhappy with it, right? It's just um, Einstein would say, you know, definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing, expect a different set of results. We want something different. We need to do something different. And it's that... um, Going to a place of uncomfortableness helps us to grow. And you know, I remember another saying: you know, if you want to, if you want to shift, if you want to move, then move. You're not a tree, right? So um, it is about that movement. It is about you know. Um, and in this, and in this phase that we're in, I mean, we are so focused on what we used to be or where we, we want to be. But really, it's about this moment. The only thing we can control is this moment: the joy, the love, the beauty, the gratitude. Everything in this moment is all we can control. And if we could focus on this moment and truly feel the love, and just the conversation with you two, I love you both, right? And just the open dialogue and even if this changes one person, that's great. You know, I really, my, my purpose is anyone I connect with, I want to leave them better than I did yesterday. So this has made a difference to one person. It's beautiful. Um, Stacey, now I'm going to put you on the spot, right? I always, I, you know, we always live leave a podcast with a couple of journal questions and i come to you too. Is there a question, is there a general prompt that, that you would ask our listeners to truly kind of go deep on this question, know your worth? Tessie, I want to come to you first. What would, the, what, would those, what would that question or questions be?
1: I think the first question is an obvious one. Do you know your worth? I think starting there, do you know your worth? Maybe journaling about what you feel about yourself not necessarily your physical appearance or your relationship status, but what you feel about you as a soul, what does that look like? And then the third question would be, um, what can you do today actionably to work on having a better relationship with yourself?
0: Wow. Powerful questions. And uh, as before we finish, anything you want to add?
2: Very similar to Stacey, to be honest, because they are the most simple questions, but the most direct question to yourself is what is your worth? Like, don't complicate it. Keep it simple. And from there, sit in silence, get your paper and pen out or wherever you are, and it'll just come out. So there's nothing different to Stacey exactly the same um or what it can even be happy happy stuff not not always negative can be happy stuff but you're still not getting the quite what is your worth but um yeah I don't have anything different pretty much the same as Stacey's
0: no thank you And it is about it is also about understanding what do you enjoy doing what makes you happy it's 100% Um, yeah, as we close this out, I just want to mention a couple of things we have going on. Um, we, um, really with this podcast, we want to reach as many people as we can. And just when somebody writes a review, um, on Spotify, iTunes, whatever platform, it just gets to more people. And, um, so one of the things we wanted to do was get to more people. So we thought, how could we do that? So we thought we'd do a prize draw, um. Me and Stacey do um, a joint Akashic Record reading. And Akashic Record reading is a record of everything your soul has been through. Uh, Current life, past life, future life, parallel life, everything about you is stored in your records. And me and Stacey do this beautiful joint reading where you get divine masculine, divine feminine. We go deep on who you are, what your soul has been through. And we share a message from your guys, from your soul family. And so what we thought we'd do is we thought we'd offer a free reading as a part of a prize draw. So how do you enter this prize draw? You write a review on whatever platform you use and you email us a screenshot and we'll enter you into the prize draw. The other way you can enter into a prize draw is you um, post about this podcast on your social media, on Facebook and Instagram, and you tag me and Stace and we'll, we'll also enter you into a draw. So this is for one during a cashier record reading. So this reading normally costs $222. We have a promo on that too, which Stace will tell you about in a second um but we love doing this reading we love this podcast so we just thought what's what's a great way of getting this podcast to more people and that's what our intention is with this so we'll, we're going to run it through April um so we'll we'll we we'll, um, pick the winner in May but it's just it's just our way of getting this podcast to many more people we also thought we'd run some promotional pricing through April um Stace do you want to share more about that
1: yeah, so a joint Akashic Record Reading with myself and Damash is usually, as he said, $222. And we've decided for the month of April to discount this with a special pricing for 155. Um, that is for a joint Akashic Record Reading with me and Damash. You can go to either one of our websites and book that appointment. Or if you're confused, need some clarity, send us a DM. Um, we're always just a message away. And then the other promo that we have going on right now is for Akashic Record Training. So we do three sessions where we walk you through the journey of connecting with the records. That's normally $555. It is discounted special pricing for 444 so super excited our schedule has gotten really busy but we want to help as many people in as many different ways as we can and we both feel extremely connected to the records and love giving that experience to anyone who's interested
0: thank you stace and um yeah i mean the records have changed my life i started this podcast based on a message that i got from the records um i connected with the rakesh rakesh records to connect with my friend teacher guru whatever you recall who left this realm so it's changed my life so i would highly recommend um getting a reading uh stace i of love sharing this space with you thank you thank you for the open dialogue I, I really really enjoyed it sending you both so much love uh thank you to all our listeners Truly, really, truly every time i get a dm or a message or an email just the impact this podcast is having i always always my myself so thank you to all the listeners and stace i'm going to hand over to you to close us out
1: Thanks, everybody, for being here. We love when you rate and review our podcast. We love all the DMs that we get. We're so grateful to all of you, our listeners. And Hajj,
2: thank you so much for being with us.
0: Thank you, Hajj. Sending you so much love. Thank
2: you for having me. Thank you, guys, for listening. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you. you. Bye for now.
2: Bye-bye.